Welcome to the Puma Podcast, where we talk about Jesus, life, and everything in between. And if you've been joining us in recent podcasts, we've been discussing how to live wisely in a foolish world. And so this is what we want to jump into again today on their topic. Uh, I'm Puma. And I'm Tori. And I'm Miss Kay. What? Uh, Tori, who was that? Uh, yeah, uh, so that was Miss K. You want to say hi, Miss K? Hello. We'll probably just call you K. But K. That's fine. That's yeah. totally fine. Yep. Well, I guess it's appropriate to have another voice since we're going to be talking about talking today. Ah, big brain. Yes. Big. Mm-hmm. I love talking. <laughs> well, you have come to the right place because uh, on the Puma podcast, we talk about Jesus, life, and everything in between. One of those things in between is talking and the things that we talk about. So, yeah, yeah. Well, even in Proverbs too, very appropriately, we you know we there's a lot about talking in Proverbs. So, thank you, uh, Kay, for joining us today. And yeah, Puma, I, I'm really curious about this topic because not only do we most people <laughs> like to talk, but there's a lot of foolish ways to talk too. And so today, it'd be awesome to get another opinion, different perspective on our words. And so, yeah, Miss Kay, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for joining us. No problem. Happy to be here. We're glad that you are here. As we kind of jump into this topic, Proverbs has a lot to say about the words that we say. If you read through Proverbs, you'll see words like the tongue or the mouth, all referring to the words that we say or the communication, really. I mean, it's, it's more than just the words, because today we we communicate not just with the things that we say, but also we do so much online, the things that we type, the words that we type out, and, and the communication that we have. And so that's kind of a big idea, but I want to just kind of back up the train just a wee bit. Why are words, the words that we say, such a big deal? I mean, do you guys have a thought on that? I mean, why, why is that such a big deal? Well, I mean, we use our words for communication, and I mean, how we, we relate to people and how we express ourselves, that reveals our heart. And yeah, I mean, relationships is all about communication with people and that could really build up or damage friendship or anything else. Yeah, you said the word heart there. And we had talked about that in a previous podcast where we had kind of looked at Proverbs 4.23, which says, above all else, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. And one of the big ideas when we had talked about that particular verse, not just guarding the heart, but what is the heart? The heart really is sort of the, the foundation of who we are. The, our motives, our values, it's how we think. Sometimes the synonym is you know, our, you know, our, our brain or our thinking, that whole category of life. And really the heart is representative of who we are at our core or the, the center of our life or the starting point of our life. Yeah, I mean, the heart is the things we care about. It's the the values and perspective of our priorities. And see, at the heart is, is so much more than just feelings. It's like where we're aiming at, the road we're on, right? The two roads we talked about this podcast, um, this series, you know, are you on the, the path of the fool or the path of the righteous or the wise? And there are different heart directions. There is a goal and a path we are traveling, and it's revealed by our hearts. Yeah. One of the verses in Proverbs talks about this. Proverbs twenty-seven nineteen says, As water reflects a face, so a man's heart reflects a man. So who you are really goes down to your heart, who you are at your core, your heart. And uh, Jesus made an interesting statement about this when he said in, in Luke chapter 6, he said, The good 
man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. And so the mouth-heart or the heart-mouth connection is fundamentally important. If we want to live wisely in a foolish world, then we should start to become heart-aware when it comes to the words that we use and the communication that we use. So you're saying it reflects our values and what we're treasuring by the words that we say and what we communicate? Yeah. So we, we say things all the time. You can tell if somebody really is into sports, how? They're going to be talking about it all the time. Talking about it all They'll the time. You'll never hear me talk about it, though. <laughs> You'll never hear you talk about sports, right? I mean, we, we people tend to talk about the things that are interested, they're interested in. And, and that comes, you can tell a lot about a person by the things that they say or the words that come out of their mouth, mm-hmm. which is why the, the mouth is such an important part of our heart in revealing who we are. You know, as water reflects a face, so a man's heart reflects the man. And so this is why we want to be aware of the words that come out of our mouth. And so Proverbs has a lot to say about this, a lot to say about the words. I have a question for the class here uh, when it comes to our words. And maybe it's our culture, maybe it's America, I'm not sure, but I do think we, as a culture, love to express ourselves, whether that's, you know, Twitter, just writing up, you know, things we're frustrated with, or maybe it's even just our friend group, we love to complain, it's almost paraded. Gossip is not only accepted, it's almost assumed. And I mean, I think as Christians, we would say, yeah, it's wrong to gossip and it's wrong to, to slander, but I think uh, like wor- words have weight and I think we forget the impact of what we communicate. And so I guess my question is, you know, in the 21st century, we'll just say, when it comes to our words, h- how do we be wise, not necessarily in the things we say, but in the areas that we say them? Because I think there are some places where some conversations are assumed. You actually look bad to not gossip. Just a, a dear friend of mine, you know, their friends gossiped all the time. And when she stopped speaking words, it actually broke friendships. And there was some sadness there because, well, you know, even as a mission field, I want to befriend them. I want to be wise with my friendships. So I guess when is it appropriate to stop speaking or or should you? I mean, I guess where's the wisdom when it comes to different circumstances in our culture where you stick out for not, I guess, wasting words? Well, I mean, a lot of the things you just said, yeah, super relatable in our culture. I mean, we're all about expressing ourselves without thinking of the consequences of how what we share might hurt somebody else or if it's right or not, or if it's even truthful or not. You, in the culture, you're almost like pushed out if you're not participating in that conversation. And I think too, with we are not aware of the effect because so much of our technology, I think also is part of it of we can spew things out through a text or through a post and not see the damage that's done to our face because people will say things over the phone or through a text and not see the other person that they are saying it to and see the reaction and the damage um, that can happen and see the ripple effects of that. We all talk all the time and we hear people talk all the time. You go, well, like you said, online. I mean, how anyone out there ever read things online and think, well, that person is incredibly foolish. <laughs> Anybody ever have that? Yeah. Or you're, you're out at a store and you see someone just get triggered and they just go off or irate. I mean, honestly, isn't that what like, like TikTok and all, all these other platforms? I mean, they're just videos of people really acting foolishly, just kind of getting triggered by words. Sometimes it's not even words someone says; it's words on someone's shirt or you know something. Mm-hmm. And and we we and we naturally make assessments. We naturally 
you know, judge or evaluate people that we see when we, when we're out and about. And sometimes, you know, we say, oh, that person, we don't say out loud that, well, that person's foolish. We just, we just think it. We just think, well, that's a foolish person. I know not to maybe say certain things around that person or do certain things or maybe avoid them. So Proverbs has a lot to say about, let me just read some of the, some of the verses in Proverbs that talk about, uh, Proverbs ten nineteen. I uh, love this one. When words are many, sin is not absent, but he, but he who holds his tongue is wise. You know, when, when Jesus said, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks, well, our hearts, the Bible is very clear that our hearts, our nature is sinful. And so we naturally are going to speak things that are tainted with sin, words like you talk about gossip, right? That seems to be appropriate in our culture or times where people think, well, I, you know, it's okay culturally to gossip. It might be culturally okay, but is that okay before God? Is that an offense to God when we sin in that way? Right, well, even for our witness, right? Because I, I think we witness with our words, right? Words are powerful. So not saying words, not gossiping is also powerful, but I think sometimes there's a disconnect in our Christian culture where we assume that our silence speaks in a positive way. Uh, so, oh, they, they slander. Oh, they swear. I'm going to avoid that. And we should avoid, right, the sin. But I guess when the wisdom, right, so the verses you just read, even our heart value, things we guard our heart against, is it wise to not engage or uh, to stand out in a bad way? I'm bad as in we offend our friends by not gossiping, not swearing, not slandering? Or do we engage with our words? I guess, where's the wisdom? Yeah, well, like in that verse, Proverbs ten nineteen. I mean, you're talking about how when we're in- engaging with friends and whatnot. I think Proverbs ten nineteen is just talking about talking in my life. Some people just talk and they just just talk. You know, another verse, Proverbs twelve twenty three says, a prudent man or a man of discernment keeps his knowledge to himself, but the heart of a fool just blurts out folly. Some people cannot help themselves. They just have to post everything all the time, even though no one's asking them to post, right? And people just want to blurt, blurt things out. Or in a previous podcast, we had talked about Proverbs 18 too, that a fool finds no pleasure in understanding, but delights in airing their own opinions. Or in that word, their, their own opinions literally means the utterances of their heart. In other words, what's in my heart just has to come out. But there's wisdom in just keeping your mouth shut sometimes and not letting your sinful heart come out. There's, there's wisdom in just shutting your mouth. Um, because the more words that we say, the more that we speak, the tendency is for sin you know, to leak out. Yeah, that, that's really good. And, and actually, you know, Kay, I have, I have a question for you. So Puma and I are pastors, right? Uh, our, our, you know, workspace isn't uh, <laughs> maybe as vulgar <laughs> uh, as maybe, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. Uh, but for you, right? So someone that works in, in the, you know, secular world, uh, where, where do you see the line of wisdom in the words that you say and the words you hear? I mean, how does it affect you as a believer? Oh, man, I mean, I kind of see it as like it's a mission field, Uh, whatever job you're in. Yeah, I mean, every conversation, just a lot of prayer, like, okay, God, do you want me to share what I know you think about this issue? Or is this a time where I need to let this go and not die on this hill? And and like knowing when to get involved, engaged in conversation, when to let it go. And a lot of times it's not even the conversations. It's more of just like live by example and try to love them well and be a light that way. And if they 
engaged, if we engage in a conversation or something that controversial or whatever it is that I might disagree with, I just a lot of prayer of like, hey, God, how do you want me to respond to them to love them closer to you and closer to truth? Yeah, a lot of wisdom. And then also goes to like the relationship and that play is a big part of what you say and how you say it and stuff. Yeah, Proverbs says a lot about speaking in general and also how we engage other people. Like another one, Proverbs 17, 9, he who covers over an offense promotes love, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. So how we interact with other people and and the things that we say, Proverbs has a lot to say about someone who's hot-headed and and, and reckless. You know, they just kind of spout off. Well, sometimes, you know, it's good to to avoid that person, or you may learn his their ways, Proverbs tells us. Another, I love this one, Proverbs 17, 28, even a fool is thought to be wise if he keeps silent and discerning if he holds his tongue. <laughs> I love that. Like, even a foolish person who really, they, they, they appear wise if they just keep their mouth shut. I mean, isn't it interesting that people talk all the time, people post things all the time, but man, you you throw a grenade down in a room in a conversation and trigger people, and people just launch. And it's not just the words that they say, but it's also how they say it. I mean, have you noticed that? It's like the tone. It's like the the anger or the hate comes out in the words as well. And so all these things come out of the the heart, and they come through the lips. They come through our communication, and they reveal where our heart is at. Just like that that verse says, "Water reflects." the face, so the heart reflects the man. And so the words that come out, as Jesus said, you know, come out of the heart. Yeah, no, that's that's such a great, great point, because not only do we always like to express ourselves, and I do think in our culture, yeah, it's cool, it's trendy to express yourself, whether that's through words or how you dress or whatever. But I've also come to know that words have different weights. Certain things people say mean a lot more. I remember my first sermon I ever did. It was super scary and super <laughs> threatening, but I did it. And I was I was like, man, I, I, I'm so proud I was able to do that. And I go back to my office and someone I really, really respected came into my office and I like, hey, how do you think the sermon went? And his comment was, you know, you were five minutes over. And you know, if, if a toddler had said, hey, you're, you're five minutes over, goodness, if my brother said, Tori, good sermon, five minutes over, because this guy really respected, his words just crushed me. Mm-hmm. And I think based on our own standing, our authority, our our influence, certain words just weigh up, like a thousand pounds. You, you want someone to say, hey, I'm proud of you. Yeah, that's great. You know, if my volunteers are like, hey, Tori, I'm proud of you for teaching in your youth group. But when you, like Puma, my dad says that, those same words weigh a ton. And so I think as you read those Proverbs, the weight of some of these words that a wise man overlooks an insult. Yeah. An insult from your dad weighs a lot more than insult from a stranger. So what are you guys' thoughts on even the words? I mean, how to be wise in your own sphere, in your own pool of influence. Uh, where have you seen words be the most weighted? A lot, most of the time I see is after I'm like, whoops, I shouldn't have said that. And like, I see the reaction in someone's face. I'm like, oh, That's man. every man's superpower they wish they could have. Yeah, take, take words back, back words. after they come yeah. out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to yeah. levitate. I don't want to fly. I want to be able to take words back. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. Right. It's, yeah, the communication that takes two people and it's so difficult of like, okay, we, we say things and we think we mean well and we are not even aware of the selfishness or pride in our heart and the tone and our expressions. 
as we say something when we're thinking we're being helpful, like yeah, I've definitely seen of how I personally have hurt a lot of people by just not checking myself and checking where they're at of like, what does they, what do they need to hear right now? Even if it might be truthful, but if it's not done with love and grace, mm-hmm. like that is so important to s- just share the truth with truth, love and grace. Yeah. But you don't want to, I mean, you got to balance, not just all oh, just grace, grace, grace. We need to be refined. We need to be pushed closer to God's character and his righteousness and to be faithful followers. So we need that truth, but we need to do it with humility, love and grace. So I don't know. I mean, there's so many stories of like, oh man, I wish I could go back. And yeah. No, that's very good. Yeah. When we talk about the weight of our words and, and how they impact other people, you know, another verse in Proverbs, Proverbs twelve eighteen, says reckless words. Or you could say unloving words or thoughtless words or not considering how it's going to impact the other person. Like, Tori, you talked about your first sermon and just the weight of, you know, someone respected what they said and how that that crushed you. You know, and this is where we, we just don't give thought to the things that we say when we say them how the person is going to, we, we're not considered by the other person. In fact, this is kind of in vogue in our culture. It's all about me saying, regardless of the other person. And if you take it wrong, well, that's on you. That's not right. on, that's not on me. Proverbs eighteen twelve says, reckless words pierce like a sword. What a, what an image, kind of what you're talking about, Tori, that yeah. just that image pierced, <laughs> pierced your heart. But it says, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. In other words, the things that we say, can pierce someone like a sword and hurt and do damage, or the things that we say can actually bring healing and, and help. Mm-hmm. It depends on, you know, our heart intent again and our desire to, you know, help the other person. This is why when we blurt out words or, you know, when he says, you know, that uh, a foolish person just blurts out or just wants to share whatever's on their heart or just wants to post whatever comes in, into their mind, regardless of how it might hurt other people, that is not the path of wisdom. That is walking the path of foolishness. And when we talked about the path of wise and foolishness, it's always the, uh, you know, the path of of wise is always in the direction of getting to know the heart of God. The path of foolishness is always walking away from God's heart. So it's not just pragmatic, practical paths, but it is paths that lead, you know, to a person. And this is why he wants us to walk wisely in a foolish world, because we are walking with God and walking toward God. And the words that we say and things we say impact that. Yeah, so you're saying like we need to bring our conversations towards truth, spiritual truth. Like that should be the goal of our conversations. That's what I'm hearing from you. Right. And and using our words to edify. So the New Testament talks a lot about this, you know, that we use words to build up. To the Corinthian church, Paul says this a lot, that we are to edify or build each other up, not tear each other down. Mm-hmm. Or Paul writes in, in Galatians, you know, don't don't tear each other and, and pull each other down. And our words are a big part of that. And, and, and it goes back to what's in our heart. Do we really desire to love and encourage others in the words that we say, the things that we post, our communication? It really highlights what direction we're walking wise or foolish. Uh, yeah, I love what you guys are saying. You know, even Kay, what you, you said to just Proverbs eighteen twenty one, how words have the power of life and death. And those who use them or those who speak will see its fruit. That's not a, oh, you might see effects from your words. You will see something. Like there is actual a cause and effect. And it's just a matter of how we steward our words. Are we wise with our words? And so Puma, I guess a, a question you know, for you, for all of us, what's a good application question? What's a good AQ for us? Well, yeah. So 
Proverbs 4.23, we had talked about that. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is a wellspring of life. Proverbs 13.3 says, he who guards his lips guards his life. Mm. So one of the ways to apply this, like Proverbs 4.23, guarding your heart, is to guard your lips. It says, he who guards his lips guards his life, but he who speaks rashly will come to ruin. And so one of the applications to this is we live in a world that is triggered by everything. We are we are triggered out there with the things that people say to us. But how often are we triggered by the things that come out of our own mouth? And I think yeah. this is where the the path of wisdom is that we begin to really put a guard over our own lips and so I, you know, I would ask, you know, are you sensitive to the words that come out of your mouth and where they go and in the the tone and the direction that they go? To, to guard what comes out of your heart through your lips, to be sensitive or triggered if what's coming out is not wise. Yeah, that reminds me of another verse I think Tori had mentioned. Tori, do you want to read that? Uh, yeah, so that's it's a really Jesus, right? So New Testament, and there are lots of places in the New Testament, right? I mean, James 1 about the mouth. There's so many powerful things about how our words, but yeah, what struck me in SK as we were talking before the podcast, yeah, Matthew 12 verses 36 and 37, Jesus says, he says, but I tell you that everyone will have to give an account on the day of judgment for every empty or careless word they've spoken. And then verse 37, Jesus says, for by your words, you will be acquitted and by your words, you will be condemned. And I just think, wow, I mean, every careless word that like even the care, not even swearing, not even bad words, just a lack of self-control uh, to just a, a spewing, like Proverbs says. A thoughtless. Yeah, yeah. right. To just a careless word. It, it matters. It matters to God. And so, yeah, that's a great AQ. Like, are we sensitive to the words we say? Because God is. And you know what? Other people might be too. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, thank you. Uh, you know, appreciate you, Puma. And thank you, Kay, for joining us. Maybe we'll have you on again. Thanks. No, it's awesome. And guys, thank you also for joining us. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us at the Puma Podcast at gmail.com. We really appreciate you guys' support and just learning with us, right? We're not a, a better or above you. We are learning together. We have the same Holy Spirit. So thank you guys for coming on board and, and following us on this journey. All right, guys. Well, hey, have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next uh, Friday at 1010. Bye. 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 Bye.